0: Oh no, where'd you go? <laughs> I don't see you or hear you. I hear Luna. Hi, baby.
1: What you doing?
0: I can hear you. Okay. You and I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. I just like talking also, about my dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. I don't love her. So <laughs> so she's like an older woman, you know. Midlife yeah. crisis, you know. So, <laughs> and like when we she, walk, like we don't do long walks, but if we do a little longer, she like she'll go, even though she's like you know limping. It just takes us a while, but <laughs> she perseveres usually.
1: Yeah, she's so. tough. Yeah, uh, that's. I think that's the hard thing too. Is like you can't like explain to them what's happening, and then they also can't tell you what's happening. You're like, that baby. <laughs> I know. not a 2nd suck him. Sorry. I'm like, it's going to be okay. Uh, I'm going to move yeah. to the living room because I'm that's right. where Appa is. Appa. And Ross just went to the gym. I want to make sure that they... Oh, are you leaving? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Ross. Hi, <laughs> Ross.
0: Sorry,
1: oh, how okay. is Appa? Uh, he's good. Let me turn the lights on so you can see him. And I'll I I'm going to show you a little bit. But... He gets big boy. too, like, over-excited over when... You know people are moving or you know, we found like ross and i will hug and like kiss and he immediately starts barking we're like okay we're not hurting each other
0: <laughs> yeah, come on sir oh oh, yeah. damn.
1: oh he's like, so you sit?
0: pretty sit
1: Can you stay Hey, oh, yes oh yes.
0: look at how big uh, you are goofy. Oh, hi luna luna's Still like growing. excuse you why are you using that
1: voice <laughs> <with somebody else?" laughs> oh, oh um, hello i'm here mom yeah. oh yeah what the heck <laughs> this okay, is very see. weird that... <laughs> oh my <Abba. laughs> oh, gosh Thank luna you. hi <laughs> uh, she must yes. hear abba barking yeah. She'll, oh yeah oh look at her love. <laughs> she, oh yeah she, she must hear him <laughs> Do you hear him through? Well, I was like, I have my headphones in though. Can you hear
0: him? Aw, that's so cute. I don't think you would like Appa. I don't think
1: she would yeah. like him. Appa's too energetic. Oh, well, my parents' uh, dog
0: is like a puppy, and she is very energetic. And got a spray uh, He does
1: not like water. So oh,
0: nice! <laughs> it's like the cat <laughs> thing, isn't it?
1: Yes, exactly. Oh my <laughs> god! The one I use the money. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah no no it's all good yeah no my parents dog silva just like literally she just wants to play with luna and luna doesn't luna doesn't play so like she'll try to jump on luna or like play with her and like luna's very you know mild-tempered sweet dog like she's not aggressive but she will bare her teeth and bark at that dog
1: interesting (laughs) but then they get a like they spend
0: all like christmas break together and they'll get along, they'll walk together, they'll lay next to each other. But the second Silva just wants to play and like she tries to jump on Luna, which is like a dominant thing. Luna's like, Hell no. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot like, let me tell you. I am not submissive. <gasps>
1: let me just tell you. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah. So <laughs> I'm just getting my notes up here. You're the best. Uh, but we can like uh get started, but yeah. Okay. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I also took notes. Good. Um, yeah. No. Like, I mean, t- like I think I talked about it with like Holly, like my first episode, but like that relationship I have like with my dog, like my she's my companion. You know, it's like nothing gets better than that. You can't top that. You can't top that undeniable yeah. like affection and love from animals, if you treat them right. For real and I will just
1: like, what did you, what
0: did you tell Ross though? Yeah,
1: that's, um, you know, that's what I told him before. I was like, we were talking about soulmates and like, (laughs) uh, he was like, we're, I mean, we just got on the topic of like, do we think we were each other's soulmate? And I was like, you know, (laughs) I think Nettie was my soulmate, (laughs) rude, but I really like, I have such a sense that I knew her in another life. Mm-hmm. And like she, she's just been through the ringer with me, you know. She was through, like, I've oh, had yeah. her since college, and she was there for me when I was going through some emotional things and, you know, just teaching in a, a town by myself. Like, she was the one. And then Ross came along as my extra. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. but it was Nettie <laughs> all along. Yeah.
0: All along.
1: Oh. I'm happy that's how you feel with Luna it's such a good feeling
0: and I mean like my childhood dog was I feel like she was you know she was close to all of us but I feel like she was really there for me that I like this one picture of me and my siblings and her and Bradley and Melanie are like they're really close they're like sitting very close and I'm just kind of off to the side and next to me is Aussie and it's just like (laughs) But, I mean, I love Os- I loved her, but I think, the, like, actually owning Luna and her being my dog, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's a different thing in a sense, and it's, you know, she is my soulmate. <laughs> Welcome to The Extra Podcast. This is a podcast of my inner thoughts with a focus on all types of relationships. Each episode, I sit down with a friend or family member and talk about their relationships and trust, and a lot of extra stuff. This is Bethany on The Extra Podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: She is like right here too. Which like, she's the type of dog. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You you go ahead. Uh, (laughs) um, She's just the type of dog that like will be like really near to me, but sometimes she gets sick of me, I think, and she goes in another room. (laughs) <laughs> but she's sitting yeah. right here with me right now
1: She so. has healthy boundaries you she does. she's
0: like i'll check in with you but i'm
1: gonna go like, yeah you know do you notice her um does she notice like your behaviors and your moods um usually sh- i think yeah she does
0: i i i was um what was i doing The oh i was coughing one time and it was like really bad and she kind of like came up to me and was like okay what's up and then <laughs> I think I was like crying one night because that's like a thing that happens now. And she came up to me too and was like, oh, hey, what's up? But there was a time when I, my, my knee has been doing this really weird thing where it like, it doesn't pop out of my sock, like knee socket, but it feels like it pops out. I don't know. My kneecap like doesn't like horrible and I can't move my leg. I got stuck on my couch. (laughs) And I was in so much pain. Oh my gosh. And like, I was like, I was pretty much screaming and I was trying to get her to like, come to me and like, maybe like help me with something. And she just like, walked right past It's <laughs> <She's laughs> like, I can't do anything. She's You're like, on your I own.
1: see it, but I'm choosing differently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think i like grabbed her because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in so much pain and I can't move. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, no, this is not my area. <laughs>
1: i don't want any part of that (laughs) so um
0: but yeah no i think she does like i mean a lot of animals i think have that sense you know you know they know when like disaster is gonna hit and they leave you know
1: yeah and there's people who have like they say that they found like they discovered that they had like a tumor or something cancerous or like a disease because the dogs or animals would continue like sniffing that spot or sitting on that spot so oh. they can like smell it through the skin and the tissue
0: it's <laughs> nasty he it just went like a gross it took a gross turn
1: all right so this is now body anatomy 101 <laughs>
0: oh I had a student whose mom uh she sent me like he had like this rash and she sent me a photo of it I was like, I don't <laughs> need to see that. You can just tell me that he's got a intense rap. I don't believe you. <laughs> like she sent me like even like the printout, like that explains it. Oh yeah. It's like, just send me that. Why are you sending me a picture? I believe you. I didn't oh <laughs> it was woo! Does all of that stuff gross you out? Um, so I have this I have I uh I have this weird thing that I don't mind feet. Like I will like clean out my sister's like toe jam pretty much and I will be fine <laughs> with that but then when it comes to like blood okay
1: and, Bethany like, <laughs> growing up it's like yeah which is disgusting
0: <laughs> and I you know, shouldn't be telling anybody about
1: this I don't <laughs> I don't think it's that disgusting everyone has their quirks you know I used to you know I really like peeling like um sunburned skin I used to clean out my remotes at home when I was a child with like toothpicks and getting like all that nasty gunk and I have my mouth would water. I was like, this is so good. So I don't blame you. <laughs> well, yeah. That's like, I go to, um, there's a website that's like, it's, I think it's just like temples.com or acne.com or something, but it's just, it's videos. I don't like watching like pus ones, oh, yeah. blackheads, let me tell you about something, oh, getting that was- gunk out of a hole. I'm like yeah
0: (laughs) yes that actually is satisfying oh earwax removal those i do watch yes i do watch. And they like pop out the big times
1: people are gonna listen and they and be like oh my god uh,
0: uh, but yeah then it gets to like like blood and vomit and like pregnant people and i like i can't (laughs) pregnant
1: Pregnant person walks in the room
0: (gasps) that's like nope turn around don't don't make me (laughs) feel your belly, do not show me the bare <laughs> skin, and don't talk do about see
1: the your labor,
0: I don't know what it is, but, like, <laughs> pregnant belly is, like, too much, it's too much for me, and I think, yeah. I also think, and this is really, really ridiculous, but I always think it's gonna, like, come through, like, not nah. You know,
1: like Alien, like yeah, exactly. So, but also, (laughs) it's not even
0: from Alien that I have this fear. I'm pretty sure it's from Breaking Dawn when Bella has her oh
1: oh. But that one's so bad. I just rewatched those movies this summer. It is bad. Oh, I'm watching it now. I was like, I I gotta fast fast
0: forward. i I've only seen the first two, but I read the books when I was in middle school, and I think that kind of just scarred me.
1: Yeah, you definitely don't want to watch the last one, then. <laughs> nope. No, I cannot. No. I made
0: it this far in my life without watching.
1: <laughs> like, in uh, what is, what are those movies? Um, I always want to say, people it's not. it's it's, uh, a oh, God, the movie with John Travolta. Oh, and they're always bloody, the director who makes them, like, really, oh, gory. Oh, the movies. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh Paul oh, no Pulp Fiction is is it Pulp Fiction? Yeah, yeah it's yes, Pulp
1: Fiction.
0: Such yeah. like so a good movie, too,
1: no. so gory.
0: <laughs> no. No. But then like I can watch like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and like I just I've been watching Outlander and all those shows are very graphic. Yes. I, I mean I can look away. But then I'm like, it's not real. Yeah, That's-
1: and it's quick too. They're like fast-paced yeah. killings. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah, yeah, just murder of people. <laughs> but, there is a show that I thought about you when I was watching it. I think you would really like it. I just
0: have this tendency where I just rewatch old shows, mm-hmm. and I don't watch new stuff anymore.
1: I yeah. can't why? Why do you? Why do you do it? Why
0: do I rewatch stuff? Yeah. Well, I think one, I know what's gonna happen so like my anxiety and then two I can like get up and just do something in the middle of it and I don't have to pause it because like I get up so much and do like five things at once and also it's just like sometimes I'm not in the mood you know like I'm like oh I've been really you know really into comedy so I'm just like okay I'll just keep watching Community over and over again or like (laughs) I've seen Avatar The Last Airbender like probably six times through
1: (laughs) I just—you learn something new every time. You do. (laughs) Have you watched Legend of Korra?
0: Yeah, I've also seen that one like less times, (laughs) but I just finished up Legend of Korra and then restarted Avatar. They're
1: so good. Yes, (laughs) I do. I do love.
0: I mean, I love like Avatar: The Last Airbender probably more than I love Legend of Korra. But I also really like Legend of Korra. That's a stream and
1: animation. (laughs) Ooh, my, I don't know because my, my therapist asked me, she, we were going through this like practice, I'm doing EDMR um, therapy, but Wait, what? so we were talking therapy? about e- ED- uh, EDMR, I forget what it really stands for, but it's like, um, it's to help people process memories, but specifically like memories that could be traumatic. Uh And so you go through, like, all of these, like, topics, like, all through your childhood, and because your brain, when those traumatic memories are happening, you don't process them fully because your brain's trying to protect you. And so anyway, the EDMR, like, you either move your eyes back and forth, or you can, like, tap back and forth, or you can listen to beats, and it's supposed to help with the parietal, like, functioning of your brain. It helps connect neurons something you know, and like say, I'm going to get a little too into it I don't know that much but anyways it helps process the memory and then it's supposed to be like processed when you're oh, you know okay. when you get through it enough times and your your level of comfortability talking about the memory goes to a more comfortable position but we were doing that and she asked me what my what I thought of when she said the word lust and I said Jessica Rabbit <laughs>
0: So. I don't remember how we got here. I
1: don't
0: know either. <laughs> so that's what happens. Right? Um, oh, we were talking about dreams and cartoon characters, and well, it was like, oh
1: yeah, yeah, like, with Mako. Yeah. Well, so
0: Mako, like, but it's his voice. You know, he has a great voice. Yeah. Don't look at the guy who plays it because I'm pretty sure he's not that attractive. But his voice is amazing. It was like, um like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, the first, like, crush I had, oh, like, maybe not, but, like, Robin Hood from the animated film, like, The Fox, he had a great oh. voice, too, and, like, Prince Eric, obviously, in Aladdin, but, like, I just remember <laughs> obviously Robin Hood, The Fox, like, I don't know why.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, if you hear Nettie in the background, it's because I'm talking to you, and she wants my attention and wants me to stop talking to someone else, so she's just really muslimy oh my god that cat so needy
0: (laughs) she really is yeah all right well anyways uh thank you for finally saying i'm so sorry that i canceled like twice no i felt felt so bad
1: no please especially with me don't feel bad i i appreciate when people do that because that's something i had to work through too and i still do like i feel really guilty when i have to cancel on people Mm -hmm. um but it's valid you know we shouldn't have to feel like that yeah we do
0: it's so exhausting. Cause like I most of the time, well, I haven't been doing this as much, but like I will come home and I will work still. You know, I'll like grade papers or I'll, you know, lesson or enter grades or something. Um I've been slacking at it lately because I just don't have the energy and I'm like I'm already burnt out. Like I can't do this my entire career. Like I have to set I have to set boundaries.
1: Hi. Yeah. That's so hard, too, though, because then you, like, you think that you, you feel guilty again, like, you're mm -hmm. guilted into doing more because you're, like, you know, behind on things, or you know that you could, like, supplement a lesson better if you had, like, more supplies or whatever, you know? It's it's just such a crappy feeling.
0: Yeah, it is, and I mean, yeah, and, like, I don't, there's, like, not enough time in the day even to do all that we have to do. And, like, it's been nicer with, like, older kids because <laughs> I've had them, like, I had them do a lot of stuff, you know, like, hey, will you check in for me, you know, like, uh, all this stuff. But, you know, there's still stuff I have to do myself and, like, the lesson planning and the copy making, you know. But, yeah, I get to, like, the end of the day and I just, I hardly stay late anymore. And I hardly get there, on, like, early either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that looks good, though, too, because, you know you're not paid for that time salary but still like it's not like you're getting overtime when Mm -hmm. other people would if they work with a company
0: right it's it's such bull it really is well yeah So, I don't know why I started laughing I do, well yeah, uh,
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, them. yes well um. yeah, i I do think that, positive though on that I do think these kids are with that they are learning to be more empathetic and in tune with their emotions and mm-hmm. you know, in the spiritual realm world people believe that the this like generation of kids is called something like a rainbow generation and they're coming in with like wiser souls and more empathy and like even if you think about um gen z they're they grew up with having tiktok and so they're learning so much more about like LGBTQIA like plus rights like people um who aren't on the gender conforming binary like you know, they're just, like, learning more about their, uh, about what's outside of their own experience, and so I do think, like, now the little kids who are coming into schools are really going to be more educated on that stuff, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to do a lot of good.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> Still the silver sucks. lining at all, or at least, you yeah. know, the hoping for it, so,
1: anyway, so. relationships. <laughs> yeah wait what I felt bad I completely oh know, no 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 of your episodes and then I'm like oh man I'm really gonna have to like stay on my game because I know when Bethany and I talk
0: I'm sorry hey you listen to my things they have been all over the place I don't know what you're worried about it's yeah uh, it's fine but uh let's like let's, let's just you know take a turn here I just I want people to know
1: who you are Oh
0: my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably like, will keep a lot no, of this. Shocking. So, but like, <laughs> would you like? Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know who you are? I mean, you don't have to Stop. do a little speech. Like, yeah. but some people have been really good with it. I'm like, oh wow. I
1: know. I heard, I heard Melanie's. Before. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, I was like, what
0: the heck? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Tip my hat um. to you, sir. <laughs>
1: anyways you are sammy i am i'm sammy sammy schmidt and i guess we met through wharton center we did so that's that's cool yes we became like an instant good friend so that was really nice to have yeah i miss that place um but now so i was an elementary teacher and now i own my own business teaching children's yoga and mindfulness that's amazing that's what i do and i live in denver colorado Cool. And what is your company's name again? Mycelia Connect. So, mycelia. How do you
0: spell that? How do you spell that? <laughs> My? So, uh, so, tell me a little bit about, more about that. Like, Because, I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, but I know it's been kind of in the works. And, um, well, I'm also very curious what this word mycelia means. Yeah. So, when
1: I was teaching fourth grade in Michigan, I was actually, my second year, I was simultaneously taking yoga instructor courses for just the 200-hour, like, adults, and in order to get our certification, we had to teach classes to the other students in the class, and to practice, I would practice with my kids, so, like, morning warm-ups, we would do, like, breathing exercises, Um, we would do, like, some movement breaks, and we would go through, like, a sun- Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sun like mm. movements. And then I can't even like think of the word right now. <laughs> don't to me. Um, but so we would do that and just seeing them do it and like noticing the change that was happening in the classroom, um, just felt really good for me. And I was like, you know, this is something that I think a lot of kids are lacking. And not even kids, but humans, you know, we have a difficult time going inward and being mindful. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just burped.
1: (laughs) I I muffled it though. Just thinking about going inward. But But yeah, so we as humans, we just have a difficult time going inward, or I should say, as um, westernized Americans in a capitalist society, we have a very hard time because not everyone does going inward and and taking the time to notice, you know, what's going on in our mind, body, and soul before we before we go on with our day and so that was something that I was seeing a big difference in the kids when we would do those breathing exercises in the morning or before a quiz or a test it just helped them ground so much more and also the kids when I would work with them they would get into these like really deep conversations about their emotions and I watching them do that and hearing what they had to say their emotion and emotional intelligence was like. Oh my God. It was just like so deep and profound that I had a, an interesting time, like relating to it because like thinking back about when I was a child, if somebody would have asked me about my emotions, I'd be like, Oh, I'm good. I'm happy, you know? And that would be the extent of it. And if anyone asked me like any more details, I would be like, uh, uh I'm uncomfortable talking about this, <laughs> you know? And these kids oh, yeah. were able to open up in such a beautiful way. And then relate to each other and say, oh, when I'm feeling like that, you know, I, I like to go and draw in my room and take some time. And then I come back to my brother or something. And it was just really nice to hear the examples that they were giving to, to each other. But in seeing that, this is what made me turn from adult yoga to children's yoga. And I finally decided, you know, I'm going to take the jump. I'm not going to teach anymore all nanny part-time, so I can stay afloat, but then I'm also going to dedicate my time to my business, and so I started doing that, and just, like, it's just been amazing, I mean, um, working with kids, and seeing not only their emotional intelligence, and the capacity of these conversations that we can have, but their imagination, and, like, how much fun I have when I'm with them, and having those conversations, it's really great, but um, the word mycelia refers to mycelium. Which is underneath trees. So if you think of like a tree root system, uh-huh. underneath that is uh, basically fungus. <laughs> hey, Luna. <laughs> um, it's like a fungal network down there. Okay. And so what it is is it's like the root system of mushrooms, but the, it's it covers the earth, and so the system in a whole works as a form like a communication system. So a mother tree will grow up and then have seeds fall and those seeds are going to turn in if they're fertilized they'll turn into like saplings they'll sprout come up and if that tree the like sapling or baby gets sick or needs extra nutrients the mother tree will communicate through the fungal network system which is the mycelium and it sends nutrients through that system to the other trees and they'll do it not only to their babies but to any other tree in the the network and so they're learning and they're growing together they send each other like messages when there's like something happening like in the like forest if you know there's something to watch out for they'll say like hey like watch out or grow this way instead Um, but Suzanne Simard is Dr. Suzanne Simard is a professor who studied and researched this
0: Yes. I think I yeah. listened to, um, an episode of the daily podcast, um, where they talked about that and like how like trees were talking to each other and like, there was this whole network. Um, not
1: not crazy. It is crazy.
0: <laughs> and I didn't realize that was the name of it. And, yeah. but, oh, wow. Yeah. That's
1: amazing. So that's, that's the connection. It's just that like, you know, if, if we're going to work on these things on ourselves and we start to have. This intelligence about our own emotions, and you know we're growing in that area. We can help someone else who's growing, and we can pass that on. Basically, just a sense of being human. You know, we're mm-hmm. helping each other out and sharing our life experiences as one. Which yeah. is like
0: kind of <laughs> what I like. One of the I or <clears throat> like thinkings when I started this podcast, which still sounds weird, nice. but it was just like getting things out there. And hoping, hoping, like, stories and, and, you know, these conversations will, you know, help others in a sense, if that
1: makes sense. Yeah. No,
0: yeah. it does.
1: It definitely does. Because, you know, just listening to the pod, the episodes that I did listen to, like, there are so many things to relate to. And just hear that other people are also experiencing those things. It's really nice. I heard <laughs> Nettie. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you
0: know, well, anyways, like, kind of, you know, going through... <laughs> um coming stemming from that branching (laughs) from that uh, just the also just the thought about you know when when we were when I was growing up like that mental health and like the stress and anxiety was just not a mainstream thing and I mean it's
1: You were talking about the the stress and anxiety in children wasn't present when we were little.
0: Yes. And like now, I mean, I think it's getting better. And, you know, we have those things like for those kids. And I mean, there's a lot of trauma with these kids too. So, you know, having them use those, you know, different strategies that we might not have really knew about like yoga and like mindfulness and stuff is really great to hear because, you know, I think personally my not my childhood but like even just like nowadays like that that stress and anxiety and like not really no but like <laughs> I'm trying to like segue into this question without like full on oh, answering okay. your
1: question
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying You're to be like all oh, like like you know my media presence <laughs> and my interview skills should be like spot on but they're not <laughs> You know, I think
1: they are. It's natural. It's very natural. (laughs) Thank you. That's really nice of you to say.
0: That's bull. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Oh, that's the thing I have to work out with my uh, therapist of taking a compliment and not like rhetoric like being like, oh, are you sure? Or, yeah, right. Um, So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I got it. Um, Okay, but mostly I'm just trying to like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was so close and you then i lost me. i was so close but pretty much just like how in your life any you currently or in pre and past past tense <laughs> how is like that because i do like to talk about you know stress and anxiety and mental health and i know you're very uh like very on that obviously because of you know what you do but um just how has that affected your journey with like relationships or just like your life well mostly like relationships like so how okay here's the question
1: (laughs) I'm following
0: so how have you dealt with stress and anxiety in your life and how has it affected your relationships
1: yeah that was what I was talking (laughs) about it was like two minutes later (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's good. It's a really strong question. I think, you know, it, it definitely transforms and it's continuing to transform. So with being a, a child, I recently learned <laughs> from my therapist. Ooh, really? <laughs> we love therapy. Um, that yep,
0: therapy's great, uh, everyone.
1: <laughs> we should do it. <laughs> yeah, please do it. <laughs> Could you imagine
0: if everybody was in therapy, how different this world would oh.
1: be? It would be I mean, so much nicer. I think it would
0: be a little bit better. I yeah, think it would be better.
1: Anyways. I agree. Yeah. So she was she was telling me that, you know, she was basically was asking me questions about my childhood and how I'm feeling with like my family and other relationships now. And in my description to her of something that happened when I was at home for winter break, she basically confronted me with the question and said, like, you know, why are you so afraid to talk to your parents about a confrontation versus your aunt, who I have had issues communicating with in the past, and I told her, I was like, you know, like, with my aunt, I was able to have that straightforward co- confrontation with her, and our relationship has gotten better tenfold because of it, and we've we've come to understand each other better, but with my mom, you know, when I'm asking a question about something or I'm, I'm trying to like relay how I'm feeling to her, it's much more difficult. And my therapist helped me realize that I have what's called an ancient attachment style. And so there are like three different types for people and there might be more, you know, dependent on the situation, but there's an abusive attachment style, an anxious attachment style, and then a healthy attachment style. So in a beautiful, perfect world, everyone would have a healthy attachment style and so what that looks like is you know your parents walk in the room when you're a child you give them a hug and then you go play anxious attachment style can mean that you're trying to read how your parents emotions are when they walk in the room and that is going to depend on how you come up to them and talk to them because you don't know how they're going to react it's very uh, it's very different depending on how they're feeling -hmm. And that's how I grew up. I felt like a lot of times I was trying to read the situations before I came up with my question, before I under, before I like formulated how to word it. And so I was always thinking, like overthinking in my head, like, what are they thinking about me? Like, are they mad at me? And like that has carried over through every aspect of my life. You know, I work with a student, and I'm like, oh. You know, I could have responded in this way and did my intonation of this word throw them off and really, truly, probably not. But in my mind, I just make it, you know, worse. I, I hear a, or see how a friend's acting and that friend might just be tired. And immediately my mind is like, they're mad at me. I did something wrong. What did I say? And then I go into a replay. And so, <laughs> yeah, yes. That's and so me. like that, that's, how, that, that's how I think my life has been really shaped with how I relate to people and then with with that anxiety you know there's also the the side of anxiety that causes like panic attacks and learning about that and that I'm gonna say, Ross affected me Ross is my partner um so he has affected me with my anxiety so before him I did not realize that I was having panic attacks I didn't realize that I had like general anxiety disorder and it was one time in my apartment and when I was working in Midland I had a panic attack we were eating pizza and all of a sudden I had a panic attack and I was like oh my god this is embarrassing like this has happened before but not with like we had just started dating And I was like, this is going to be really embarrassing. And Ross simply walked up to me and he said, What do you need? What do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And like in that moment, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to cry and like hug you. And I was like, (laughs) Just hug me. Just hug me. And he did. And just that moment of having someone say, What do you need me to do in this moment? You know, what do you want? That helped me realize, like, okay, there are ways that I can cope with this. And Ross can play a part in that. And I don't have to be embarrassed of what's going on. And then, you know, shortly after that, that happened, I, you know, did a little more research into it and got a therapist and realized I did have panic attacks and versus before in comparison, when I was in a different relationship, um, I, you know, that, that person that I was with was pretty emotionally mentally and often sometimes physically abusive and that person when i did have panic attacks which were unknowingly panic attacks to me he responded and said you need to stop stop being a baby he called me like a bitch when it was happening oh my God. um told me to just just relax <laughs> you know and i it got ba- so bad to the point one time where i puked from the 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 turbulent emotions that were going through my body you know and just having Ross's reaction in comparison to how that person reacted to me was like the most beautiful thing that could have ever happened so just like that Ross had such a huge impact on my anxiety in that way and still does you know he has come to learn signs of it and even when I don't notice that I'm getting like triggered by something he'll reach out and like grasp my hand firmly or something and it just like pulls me back to the moment um yeah i, I hope that was answering the question no, <laughs> i'm was, trying to look oh, yeah. too to yeah but yeah just it um let me see <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> therapy has definitely helped <laughs> uh, good, yeah. yeah so so even just having therapy for like thinking about how um, not only how other people are not only how other people play a role in our relationships, but how I can also play a role in that relationship and how I can not take everything to heart. If that makes sense. Like I'm I'm only gonna control what I can control in my body, in my mind. And then um if someone you know something happens where I'm like thinking, you know, did I like hurt you in some way, that person's gonna tell me. Or I can simply say, hey, remember when I talked about this? Did I bother you when I said that? If so, what else can I do? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah that's great. Because I mean, I think <laughs> a lot of my issues definitely stem with, you know, of I have to figure out my stuff before I can really, you know, trust or even, you know, get into that relationship where that person isn't going to be, you know, like, hey, just get over it. You know, like yeah. they can be that steady partner, but I, you know, there's a lot. I mean, oh, sorry, <laughs> we got these dogs just going nuts. <laughs> you didn't do this last time, they know this is important, uh, so yeah. Like, um, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but, like, <laughs> yeah, just I mean, even like friendships and stuff, like, and that's what you know, working on even those relationships and, you know, being able to be honest with each other and just like kind of help each other in a sense, but also be like, you know, I need to put myself first, you know, yeah. and I need to deal with this. And then you can help me when, you know, I've, well, and it's, that's not really why I, where I wanted to go with that, but um, <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I don't know. That was beautiful. It, it, that was a great you. response. <laughs> yeah. You went really well, <laughs> and then I just like totally,
1: I just ruined it. But, but that is, that's a hard thing to do too, is like, um, you know, when you are with people, you tend to, not you, but in general, but like mm-hmm. indi- as individuals, we, we tend to think about how they're acting and we're, we're trying to figure out you know what their what their perception of us is because that's very important identity is like such a huge part of being human and when other people are put into the equation we're wondering you know what are they what are they thinking about me in this space and time and so thinking about yourself first is definitely a difficult task
0: it is yeah and I think like that's a thing that I've been working on too it's just it's okay to be selfish you know you're gonna be a better person you're probably Mm -hmm. you're you know if you just kind of take that moment just like work on you know those issues that you have but obviously you know you can also work on them with those people or use you know certain those certain relationships in your life to really you know get better obviously as you have mentioned um yeah but yeah it's it's a very
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's (laughs) <laughs> it's late there that's
0: not that late but I just I just literally popped into my head just now because I started a sentence and I didn't really know where I was going with was the office and I don't know if you're familiar with the office but there's Russ a- and I are watching it for like okay. the 20th time okay good so the part where like Michael is like talking he's like sometimes I just start a sentence and yes I don't know where it, go- where it ends up going and I just keep going <laughs>
1: And it's such an important moment too. Like David Wallace is asking him, he's like, your sales are really great in Scranton. You're the only one who's doing things right. What is it? And he's like, something I tell myself every day and I live by every day is that you don't want to do things to people when you're in a situation that requires being in that moment. And then he just keeps, (laughs) David Wallace is like, like what? Okay.
0: But yeah, when he does like his talking head, and he's like, "Yeah, sometimes they just start a conversation." Don't know. That's literally what popped in my head when I got middle through that sentence, and I was like, "I don't know where this is going."
1: Brains, man, they're so fun to work with. Yeah. Well, that's also
0: like I think also a confidence <clears throat> thing with me too. Is like, I don't, I don't give advice that much because I never thought I was very good at it and then with having, starting this and having these conversations and being therapy, it's like, oh yeah, I can, I can speak to this. I can, you know, I can help people in that, or, you know, I can say something that is gonna, you know, help someone. And I think I get halfway through a sentence and I'm like, wait, no, I shouldn't say that or anything. But I had this friend, I had this friend from back home and I saw her a few weekends ago and she's going through some stuff and we were just like at this dive bar back home and it was such a mess. Cause like, she was like crying and I was like, I had like just had an encounter and it was like, it was so funny, but I can't believe how I handled that situation and how like wise I sounded. (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but I was like, I was like, and I said afterwards and I was like, did you hear all that that I just said and like she's kind of the type of person I think you get I don't think you've met her I think Charlie's met her but um like you get along with her but like she's the type of person that is like you know she was she was laughing while she was crying too Oh yeah. like so it was that sense like she was like oh my god my life you know um, so we were kind of it was funny but it was like oh I can take this situation and I can you know actually say something because I have that confidence now which is uh not something I usually do
1: yeah definitely kick that imposter syndrome in its ass oh yeah (laughs) it's another part of the human experience that was not talked about enough and you know people don't realize like There was someone who, (laughs) listening to a podcast, someone, I don't know anyone's name from this podcast, (laughs) I think it was Jay Shetty who was talking to someone about imposter syndrome and they work with, their job is working with celebrities and they said that they have not encountered a celebrity or a well-known person yet who they have not had a conversation about imposter syndrome with. Wow. Which is like you know you you look at we we look at these glorified people and we're like they man they have the confidence of mount olympus at their back like they are ready to go and throw down but then you think about it and they like there's also so much pressure with that mm-hmm. and we're all putting too much pressure on ourselves with being the best that we could possibly be at all times when the truth is the human experience is our ticket alone to be inside that room
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, excuse me. Let me readjust. <laughs> <laughs> I have this like thing on my chair that was
1: <laughs> It's <laughs> but, like when um, you have a rock in your shoe after recess and you're like, Oh, I gotta get in. Yeah.
0: Anyways, so I did I didn't ask this to Joel, like my last person that I did this, but I I wanted to ask you because we kind of talked about uh, you know, just growing up and kids and I mean, personally, there's been so much that I have thought in my childhood that was going to happen. And, you know, it just didn't. And like, since this is all this, this is supposed to be, this podcast is supposed to be about relationships, you know, and, and so, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it isn't called the relationship podcast. It's called the extra (laughs) podcast for a reason. So, but like, what did you know, in your, you know, well, what did you see, you know, what did you feel growing up, and how did that affect, or um, how did that affect your thinking of what your love or relationships was going to be like in, in your future?
1: Yeah, um, so my parents, I think, I think a lot of things, you know, definitely, well, yes, question. States this fact, but childhood has a lot to do with it, mm, so yeah. like watching my parents as the model of being in a relationship, I definitely like you know from a small age, I was like, this is what i'm gonna wear in my wedding, this is what I want to do like i'm gonna marry someone that i 'm like in love with in high school, and we're gonna get married and have five kids and live in a big house and i'll have like a, a a movie room and like you know oh, I wanted like a movie room exact- too oh <laughs> <still doing
0: that. laughs> me too that's We're not, not gonna
1: oh well I'll just have backyard movie nights yeah. oh that's also great that's protector. like the new thing
0: yeah, yeah. anyways yeah. um <laughs> and, oh, sorry. And,
1: and really weird fact but I thought about this the other day I really like do you remember the, the show it was um according to Jim with I mean, Jim Belushi and I did not was- have
0: cable growing okay and like we were I, kind of under a rock in that sense,
1: I did not either. We, oh, I think we watched it with the antenna. It was like on Fox. Oh, or
0: something. we we had that, and then like we would watch the Olympics sometimes, and that was about it. And then oh, nice. they changed it to like you had to get like a box, and we just didn't. Wow. But like we did not. They did not pull. Like the the TV was from like the 50s. I feel like okay. it had the little bunny ears, and it would be like up in our living room. Oh. For like just the Olympics and then it would go away. <laughs> like we'd never see it again. But so, yeah, like I can't wait till the Olympics.
1: <laughs> no, like, yes! oh.
0: So yeah, no, I um, yeah. <laughs> like, so
1: Jim So Jim Belushi was this actor on the show and it was a very typical like um family sitcom, you know, the wife is like the cook and then the dad mm-hmm. has a job and you know he he can say funny quips about his wife and it's funny and whatever but my the picture the physical picture i had of a husband yeah. in my mind was jim belushi he wanted to make his appearance oh. um, so i thought i was i was like i'm gonna marry someone who looks just like jim belushi and if you don't know what Jim Belushi looks like. Oh, I he, mean, I know who Jim like... Belushi is. <laughs> okay. <at this> <laughs> so it was a very interesting choice for like a yeah. young girl, which not to say people can't be attracted oh, to yeah. that because I still think he's attractive. Um, but anyway, like just like, just, you know, having that picture in my mind of how that was going to go down definitely affected how I was partaking in relationships because mm-hmm. I wanted every relationship I had to be long-term. You know, I had I had a boyfriend in kindergarten all through, you know, like my whole life. And, you know, I'd take like months or, you know, off. But these boyfriends would come and go. And that really truly affected how I was in relationships because I did not want them to end. And so even, like, the small breakups, like, I remember this boy broke up with me, which, like, <laughs> shitty for him to do, but he broke up with me the day before Valentine's Day. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> in seventh grade. Like, I bought him a gift, everything. And anyway, like, just even that small, the small, meaningless relationships, like, the breakups that happened were devastating to me. Um, so that definitely had, that <laughs> definitely impacted who I was because I didn't, I didn't feel whole. Mm-hmm. Without someone there, and I thought, you know, if if I if I don't have someone, I'm not going to be an individual. You know, I'm not, like, that, I'm not that, like
0: yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it was like that no, fear yeah. of just being you almost, mm-hmm. or like not being alone. But maybe yeah. I mean, I feel like I know a lot of people like that. It, you know, they 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 don't have to be in a relationship, but they you know they they are in a relationship. And actually, that's yeah. that my friend she's kind of in that situation where she was been with this person for so long and, uh, and I hate to say it but it was like you just need to be by yourself to figure out yeah. you know your individuality in a sense but like yeah we were not like even I mean my god where'd you where'd you I have these fifth graders like oh I'm going out with someone I'm like where do you go the the playground <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. but it I you know it's it it's such a thing that is still portrayed in the media and stuff that like it's weird if you don't have it and mm-hmm. you know you don't feel whole without it you know being alone is you know being alone is bad almost um yeah i mean it's not great Some i mean it's not great sometimes but at the uh, same time it, i have lived you know <laughs> i i mean not that i haven't like had a i haven't okay i haven't had a serious relationship in like 10 years yes I have been with people, you know, I've dated people, obviously, but, you know, in those 10 years, I've, and I'm still kind of getting through this, but, like, I think that compared to those people who just always are in this relationships, like, I have so much more independence and individuality that, like, I feel they, they are missing out on, in a sense. Um, not to, like, diss, I don't want to diss anybody, I feel really, like, I feel like I went kind of far there, but you I mean, you like, have to be con- going back to like that confidence in yourself. Like you don't need somebody else to love you. You know, it's nice to have that person around for, you know, that support and obviously, you know, other things and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, having a, like a relationship with yourself is just so, and it's so important. And a lot of people I feel like miss out on that. But then there's people Definitely. who are in those relationships and they do have that relationship with themselves. So that's really great too, that like they can find that, or they've gotten to that point, but, um, I also tell me myself that, that, you know, like, I've, I'm strong, independent woman, because I'm, like, oh, God, it's been 10 years. <laughs> I'm gonna be alone forever. <laughs> be like, no, 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 it's okay. You can yeah. be. <laughs> you know?
1: And it's, it's also nice that you're, like, building out yourself, you know, as much as you can, And when someone does come along, you know, it's going to be right because Mm -hmm. they're also their own person. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: like, that's not something that you ever have to worry about, you know, going, going to, not that this is what you would do specifically, but like going to a movie alone or like even just like spending that a long time with yourself.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I was just gonna, I was gonna ask you a full on question here again. Sorry. But like, this Mm -hmm. was not on, you know, just going off that, if you, if you feel comfortable saying it, but, like, in your relationship right now, do you feel like you have that, you know, that independency, you know, where you can, you can be your, you know, be yourself, or you don't have that independent time, but then also, you know, Ross is there. I I feel like I worded that wrong.
1: Yes, no, I understand. What we were just talking about. Yes. You have that? Yeah, yeah, so it definitely, like, has has changed a lot um specifically so when I was with the person that I was talking about before the person who was it was a toxic relationship with that person I was not quote-unquote allowed to do things on my own I wasn't trusted to do things yeah it's very cringy that's like a major (laughs) fear of mine It it is. And it's, what's scary is, is that when you're in those situations, you're not totally aware of what's happening, especially in the beginning and in the middle, it's very like, but anyway. So when that, when that was happening, you know, I was spending all of my time with that person Mm -hmm. and I would go out to a bar with friends. I mean, you probably remember this person would stand gloomily in the background. And then when we would get back, You know, he wouldn't have conversations with my friends, wouldn't try to get to know anyone. And then when we would get back to wherever we were staying that night, he would berate me about not spending all of my time with him, not giving enough of my attention with him. And so having that along with all of like my expectations from relationships and staying long-term really affected my individuality. And before this person came along, I was a very, even though I was in different relationships, I was a very individual person. Mm -hmm. I wasn't afraid to try new sports. I wasn't afraid to sit at the front of the class and speak up and all of these things. And then when I was going through the end of that relationship and really starting to see what was happening, I lost sense of myself. And that was really hard um, because, you know, right after this relationship ended we were ending our our final year of student teaching and i was supposed to go out and get a job somewhere and teach on my own and so the thought of not having someone there was almost more frightening than being with him and sticking through all of that abuse and i think that definitely had an impact even on my relationship with Ross now so my relationship with Ross now You know, he truly helped me realize that. So when we um, started living together is when it became really apparent in New York. Um, You know, we're in this tiny apartment. (laughs) So he, he would start to say to me, you know, hey, do you want to spend some time alone this weekend? Or do you want to spend, you know, some time doing something with friends? And that to me in my head, when I hear that, I was like, oh, my God, he hates me he doesn't like me he doesn't want to be with me anymore and so then I'm like fear and I'm like clutching onto him and I'm like "Ah, I'm being clingy but it's because in my past relationship I was always with that person and that was what love looked like in that relationship um so Ross truly helped me through that because he you know showed me things that he was interested in then I was able to get out of that funk and continue on my own. I went to Spain by myself and, you know, did an au pair stint for a while. And it really, truly helped me because now, you know, Ross and I will, we'll, we'll just say to each other, you know, like, Hey, can I, can I go in the room and journal? Will you be with that? Is that something that would bother you if I did that right now? And it doesn't bother us anymore. <clears throat> I will say, I still do sometimes say like to Ross, like, do you like me <laughs> you know if he's like if he's playing arc for hours and hours <laughs> on the xbox which like to be fair but but also it's good to remind myself then and i go inward because it's out of habit to say he's fine he's his own individual person you go be your own individual person you know mm-hmm. and it, it just it's really great because i feel like i have that room to breathe and and be who i am again
0: yeah that's great i think that's really essential in any any relationship friendship family familial yeah whatever you know um love relationship um yeah (laughs) because and I think like as I said it's just kind of my fear of like being there where you know somebody can't let me do what I want to do I mean there's some Mm -hmm. other issues there that but I think I've seen it like with you and other people that it's like oh you know, I can't I don't I don't know what I would do in that situation. And you know, getting through that is very, you know, traumatic, but also resilient that you made it and then you're in this, you know, um sorry, I was like touching my eyes and sorry, I don't even know. <laughs> Nobody can see yeah, that okay. except for you. but just like being resilient and you know, getting now you're in this like completely different relationship, which seems to be, you know so much healthier and better and the trust is better and all that you know all that stuff yeah it's just yeah unfortunately sometimes we have to go through like such such crap to really finally be like okay this is enough or oh this is not what this should be like okay um but yeah yeah. so
1: you know what uh the Dalai Lama says. Oh, <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> he says uh, you know, how do we know happiness if we don't have tears? Oh yeah, that's right. Because, that's like a, that's really a classic truly, one. if it was a utopic society, then then we really, you know, we don't get bumps on the legs and how do you know when your legs feel really good? The legs <laughs> Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> Well, um, I mean, yeah. So, like, your let's let's dive into let's dive into Ross and Rachel here. Wait, no,
1: <laughs> not Ross. <laughs> That's so weird that his sister's name. is That'd be so cool if my name was Rachel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh his sister. My. I know. And then do you remember when we were driving the first time we really met Ross is when we were driving to that bowling alley. Didn't he? have – Yeah. Does he have like a we? Yes. And I said something about he, Monica. <laughs> Yeah. yes he made a dad joke and he was like you know my other sister's name is <laughs> and we were both like, Monica oh comes away. like it's kelly <laughs> ah.
0: oh. your start of your guys's relationship you know was friendship obviously because you were still in that you know relationship and I mean you don't have to get into obviously more of it but I do like to hear those you know those romantic stories because oh yeah you know, well but, you
1: are included in but that. yeah I was you really are, part of that wasn't you I you are yeah so uh, yeah <laughs>
0: I mean you know whatever um, you wish I to mean, share
1: yeah it started at work so we were working together and I was in a position so I was um oh my god I'm gonna forget you know supervising the donor lounge which is like if for those of you who don't know warren it's like this vip place where you can get snacks and alcoholic drinks and talk to your friends and feel really fancy and your name is on a list um so i'm guarding the door essentially and this night i forget no it was wicked Um, the wheelchair, the amount of wheelchairs that we had in the house that night was ridiculous. So, like, we had so many people who needed assistance getting to the car garage, into the theater, and um, usually, you know, supervisors aren't called for wheelchairs. It's usually ushers, and then you go to people who are available, which sometimes could be supervisors in places that they might be able to leave, and so I was called for a wheelchair, and my wheelchair had a best friend who was Ross's wheelchair and I say wheelchair and that's very like uh (laughs) uh, what is that uh a ballistic (laughs) so so I'm gonna call myself out we had people who were in wheelchairs um and they were both best friends and so Ross and I were walking from the parking garage and they wanted to stop by the restroom so we you know pushed them all the way into the restroom and we're waiting outside and that's when we started talking and laughing with each other and in my head i was like oh my god like i've never actually talked or even you know can remember working with this person but i really like them <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and so then i go back up to my position and my my ushers are called into the donor lounge to work with me and um one person came up and then ross Came up and I joke about this, but I was like, it's like the elevator opened and the heavens (laughs) were were awakened and the light was shining behind him and he was standing in the elevator, you know. But you know he comes through and I'm like, what are the actual odds that I would be pulled for a wheelchair and that he's working with me tonight Mm -hmm. because I only work with two people that night and. So then, you know, we he stood by me at the door, we're checking pe- people in, and we have this joke uh between us that there was someone named on our list who was named Richard Wieners. And so we called him Dick Wieners. <laughs> and we were waiting for I Dick feel Wieners like I know that I know that
0: we, name. I remember yeah. you telling me about that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god, poor so guy. It was it was just a really good, like bonding experience and we just like talked nonstop and I couldn't stop laughing and smiling. Mm-hmm. And then I asked him, was it, I think it was Kandra who was having a house party later. Um, And so I asked him if he was going and he was, you know, he said maybe, and I was like, you really should. And then we ended up talking all the way up until the party, like messaging back and forth through Facebook Messenger. And um, he shows up and (laughs) so sorry. there's There's a lot of people at the party, like people are enjoying themselves and I'm, I'm standing outside with two other people and then you you were out there with us or no you weren't out there with us you were in the party like but you know I know. knew I had disclosed to you that I started to like this person. Oh yeah 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 Ross and so we're standing out there and we're eating a sandwich <laughs> I might rather eating a sub um but like <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's right I was like I just hear <laughs> I just hear Bethany running out <laughs> the door Sami! Sammy Sammy Oh my God. Ross is looking for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, hold the sandwich. I'm going inside. (laughs) So then I ran inside and I see Ross. We lock eyes from across the room at the party. And there's this huge crowd in between us. And one of our friends comes up and cuts in the middle of us. And she comes up to me and she's like, Sammy. Oh my God. Sammy, I have something to tell you. Ross said he likes you." because I was telling him that there's another girl who likes him, and he said, Sammy, and I was like, no, and she was like, but don't worry, I told him you have a boyfriend, (laughs) I was like, oh, shot to the heart, (laughs) and I went upstairs in the bathroom, and we, I cried, oh yeah, (laughs) I remember you and Charlie, Charlie, yeah, yeah you and didn't then have I moment. came down but <laughs> but you know people are starting to leave the party and I was literally we have an inside joke that I was rolling around the floor like a weasel ball do you remember those balls that were like battery yeah. powered and they yeah, were just, <laughs> so. like that's what I felt like I was like I, I, I like couldn't control my body and so then when he left I was like bye <laughs> That's it. That's all that happened at the party. We didn't talk to each other like nothing. And so then after we were texting or messaging, and I was like, "Hey, sorry about being a weirdo, and also I like you." <laughs> and then we started talking, and and things things evolved into what we have today. And I'm very thankful for him. So, oh man, I I, that relationship. I
0: I forgot about that story of like running out and being like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and those parties, man! I don't know what so other fun. college parties were like, but man, we had the bomb parties. And you didn't have yes. to be drunk at a at a Wharton party.
1: No, corners to talk in corners uh, to dancing, corners some people made out in the Kyle
0: <laughs> Circle. There was the Kyle Circle. <laughs> I forget the Kyle Circle. Oh my gosh! True, oh, true so that. good. Oh, so many memories, and so great that you, you know that you guys, you know, pretty much found each other in a sense, even, you know, that's kind of cliche, but
1: yeah,
0: you're both like in that right spot at the right time with those wheelchairs and those people <laughs> in the real. wheelchairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I missed that place. I'm sorry. Now I'm like, I know this is like the best place on earth, truly. I, yeah. I, I, if I could work at Warren forever, mm-hmm. I would. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, and I'm sure, you know, people do, but like,
0: literally like perfect like for somebody who you know is a fan of the entertaining arts as well and then just like the people you meet and you know the environment I mean obviously it wasn't perfect but um yeah it was it was great yeah (laughs) we yeah I mean I'm glad that we still have some of those friendships obviously they've kind of some have gone their own direction and obviously but the ones that matter have stuck so
1: yeah
0: like Agreed. like the teacher creatures. Very wholesome
1: teacher creatures.
0: <laughs> oh, and I love how they were trying to make fun of us and we just like we took that and we're like this. Yeah, is
1: we're place. like thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you for this. Thank you.
0: For <laughs> yeah, but um oh, that was a great story. Oh, oh your I, your guys's relationship has just, you know, obviously grown from there and you're living together in Colorado and stuff. So, um yeah. like how have you let's turn on to like the trust part of this episode. Cause you know mm-hmm. um, how have you come to like really trust him or perhaps work through any other issues like that you, you know, well just mainly like how have you come to trust them? Excuse me. Yeah. so uh, Yeah.
1: That's that it, 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 it goes also goes back to that, that toxic relationship that I had because mm-hmm. that was such a big part. I was with that person, I should say for seven years
0: going say um, it was a, long, was time. a long,
1: yeah. long time um and we had gone through different stages of our life together and so that was very uh, formative but um that person was very jealous and I I had very strong friendships with male counterparts male peers
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this person did not like that slowly but surely all of those relationships became an issue and I was forced you know no one took my mouth and made me say these things but mentally yeah. I was persuaded and manipulated into cutting off those relationships and stop having them mm-hmm. so I lost uh, many friendships due to that but then in turn I internalized those trust, trust issues And I not only questioned, questioned myself and how I was, you know, like laughing with a guy friend or laughing with a girlfriend and how I was feeling with those people. But I also then started to question other people and how they, how their relationship was in solidarity with me. Like how, how did they, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How were they loyal to me? You know, loyalty was in question. And so when I started with, in a relationship with Ross you know you could like they all say it's like honeymoon phase but it's just getting to know each other and it's very exciting conversations are fast moving but during that part everything was fine but then as soon as I moved to Midland and was no longer able to you know go to the parties that his his uh group of friends were having I was like what are you doing at the party who's there? Who are you hanging out with? Like I started having those um, actions. I was mimicking what my previous partner did. And I hated the feeling. It made me feel gross, icky, but I also distrusted Ross, even though he gave me no reason to. Mm -hmm. And so that had to be a conversation that we um, ended up having, and we ended up, um, ironically, having the conversation because there were some things that happened that that really did uh, affirm my distrust. But but you know, I could have been in a situation where those things didn't happen, and I still would have had that distrust. But anyway, so that really was shaky, and for a while, I really thought Ross and I were going to break up and be the end and go our separate ways. Um, but Ross was able to communicate things that happened. He was able to, to talk through those things thoroughly with me. And I, in turn, was at a point in my life where I was learning about more, I was learning more about forgiveness and, and understanding other people's perspectives. And, you know, I was branching out more to like mental health, um, things and in the the mental health world seeing a therapist and so being able to work through that really strengthened our trust and you know how we trust each other now so Ross and I will go out and you know we'll do our own things while being together and that's something like our friends will comment on like hey like you and Ross like don't talk when you guys are at parties and we're like yeah and they're like well what's going on are you guys okay (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're okay. Um, we just like to see and hang out with other people, yeah. and I think that is something that really uh, evolved for both of us, and it, that it, that felt, felt really good because now you know Ross can go do whatever he wants to do, and I'm like, go have fun and give me my time alone. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> that time, but also like those those things are not to sit; they're not in the past. But there are things that we grew from, and things that we will continue to grow from. And that has just built, built it stronger for us, um, throughout everything, but yeah, he's been really good about communicating his, his needs and as well as me communicating my needs, uh, which
0: is a big part of, you know, our relationship is that just communication, you know,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Being honest, you know, that too, Mm uh, which can be hard, but, um, in the end, hopefully that's a strong enough relationship. Things will Work out for the best, so to
1: yeah, say. and yeah, and I do think too, like when things don't work out too, like that's that's okay too for people. Right. People yeah. evolve and 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 change, and there are, there are people who stick through infidelity, and it's the wrong choice because neither person is growing from it. Or, right. Yeah. And not to say that that that's not what happened. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some- <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I mean, not
0: everybody <laughs> listening will know, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: yeah no yeah and I mean trust is a huge thing when it comes to relationships Mm -hmm. and even you know trusting the other person to not or not excuse me never mind (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no obviously trust is a big thing because that's uh that's what I talk about a lot in this podcast (laughs) I think I don't know do I
1: and also, also, I, I, I was thinking about it, you do, uh, but I was, I was thinking about it, even with like, um, even with like friendships and, and parents, like trust is a big thing, like mm-hmm. even just in conversations, like trusting that someone is going to be fully present with you or, you know, hold up their end of the relationship.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's many, it's multifaceted. In a sense,
1: that's a big word, for I know
0: it's my, it's my million dollar word for today. Multifaceted. Oh, I feel smart when I say things like that. You are smart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, no, thank so you. that uh, sound bite
1: right to your therapist. <laughs> know, like, hey, look at that. Look at that. I look that. look
0: at that. <laughs> um, But yeah, it, it is. I mean, and so are relationships, you know, multifaceted. I think that I think I'm going to tattoo that on my arm because <laughs> now I just like so there are
1: many layers to this <laughs> We're like, onions.
0: We're like onions
1: oh yeah you should get an onion That
0: would oh actually my be really god cool. oh I hate oh, onions god. though <laughs> they make me, me cry <laughs> and then I can't eat them raw I can eat it if you saw <laughs>
1: Oh sorry, I was just like picturing you like biting into
0: an onion. Okay, I was like, Bethany, I don't know many people who can do. It. <laughs> no, like you chop the onions up and put them on like yeah, a yeah, salad yeah. or something. Salad. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm not just like biting an onion. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we're talking about onions, but um, <laughs> roasted onions are good. But just yeah, raw onions, biting yeah. into an onion, just, I just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you know there's a trick when you cut onions? You can put it in the freezer, a couple of minutes before you cut it, and it's supposed to decrease the water evaporation that causes like the the stinging eyes and the crying.
0: Oh, oh. yeah because it. I mean, garlic does that with me. Sometimes, if it's yeah. like really strong garlic, it's like just step away,
1: and <laughs> it gets all in your fingers and you touch. Yeah, on. then you.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I totally got that from Shrek, a multi yeah. and he does
1: bite
0: into it, doesn't he? He does, yeah. I think he yeah. does. But he's also <laughs> an ogre and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my god! Oh, just uh, this is okay. So I just thought of like the guy who plays my uh plays Shrek is Mike Myers, but then also the guy in Halloween, his name is Mike Myers, right? Or Michael Myers? Oh yeah
1: it's confusing. Yeah,
0: well, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, oh, and then, okay. <laughs> I'm really, it's totally random, but it just, like, my thought process was, like, Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and then I get to The Rock, which is funny, because, like, <laughs> my students, my students, <laughs> uh, oh, they, my uh, they, laughing.
1: they're, I don't know do how this I started, but, <laughs>
0: but um I'm in a relationship with The Rock now um it was okay yes it was between The Rock and Mike Myers from like Halloween and I was like yeah I'm gonna pick The Rock but um, (laughs) it's so funny because like we did MASH the other day with one of my other friends and we put The Rock on there and I'm gonna marry The Rock (laughs) and I walked over to somebody's desk I walked over to somebody's desk and it said Miss K plus The Rock
1: Oh, that's so sweet.
0: <laughs> I will take the yeah. rock. Uh, I just think that's a funny story. I gotta throw those teacher bits in here, but Yeah, yeah.
1: I there must it. be something happening with the rock in social media right now because my this one of the students that I tutor, her computer background is the rock. Okay.
0: Well, so she's a sixth grader. Fortnite, The new Fortnite he yeah. is a character in Fortnite. he's like the oh. foundation i don't know if you've like done you know the new the I just new did map the spider-man season so i haven't been on it so okay no this is the same one the spider-man okay. yeah no he's in the spider-man one but he's taken a second to okay. like show up um but if you've done if you've done the spider-man then you've done the new map and it has that yeah. huge statue you know yeah yeah that's is like that the, rocks? the rocks character in Fortnite. oh
1: and like his oh, okay. like he
0: just like it became unlocked like man, the Fortnite the quests... rules
1: the roost with dude these man guys. so like yeah they like no.
0: so I think that's probably why a lot of these kids are talking about The Rock because he's yeah. he's in Fortnite pretty much
1: makes so, sense yeah <laughs> well. Yeah. Please invite me to your wedding. <laughs> uh, I
0: will, I will. But they're like, he has a wife and a kid. I was like, mm, okay, mm.
1: mommy, mom. <laughs> yep.
0: well, I'm sorry. What what world are you living in? This is the delusional world of Miss Kate's classroom. He has Come no wife. He boat. has no children. I am his wife. Uh yeah, you're. Which his is book. so funny because like I really don't think the Rock. Like I love the Rock. Like he's like so real and like he's such a. I think he's so real. Like. And yeah. um, there was some stuff that happened and he was just like he shut it down or something and he like doesn't care like he's a pro wrestler or what? Like, he like <laughs> and now he's this like huge multi-million dollar person like actor yeah. and like I think he has good movies I love like so I just yeah I do That's I do like you. The Rock I mean who doesn't like The Rock right and he he
1: gives some pretty good like inspirational advice. Yeah,
0: yeah, he really does. And I mean, he's mm-hmm. a he's not a white male, you know. He's like, <laughs> right? I don't. What is he? I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to misquote, you know. But he's a he's
1: a, he's a minority,
0: color. you know, person of mm-hmm. color. That it's really, you know, it's great.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: that's good. Yeah. So. There's the little that's that's the that's the rock bit that the rock spiel. <laughs> Oh, I just had to share that. But um but yeah, so just to kinda wrap up here, um do you have any advice or words of wisdom for anybody who is in a relationship and maybe, you know, might be in a situation where they, you know, their trust or things aren't going the way they want, or someone who wants to get in a relationship and maybe how you can like work yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, definitely definitely. Sorry, next question. That's okay. <laughs> we've we've touched a lot of on Oh, touch a lot. Of brain <laughs> <laughs> We've touched on this question a lot throughout. Yeah we have. Um but I, I some specific things, you know, I've got a couple of things. Um but specifically first know who you are Mm -hmm. build your build that sense of identity um and you can do that with other people you can do that while you're looking for a relationship you can do that throughout the entire relationship you can do that if you are in a relationship and you're so far in the relationship you don't know who you are without that person like you can do it um I was listening to uh Jay Shetty's podcast (laughs) um recently and he talks about studies that are done on healthy relationships and Um, they talk about people who are in relationships who spend 70, it's a 70-30 ratio. So 70% of your time is spent with the person um that you are in that relationship with, whether it's whether it's, you know, your your partner, whether it's mom, dad, whoever, you're living with someone, your roommate, but then 30% should be spent on yourself. Um, and he says Jay Shetty's advice is, you know, spend spend a weekend yourself encourage your the other person in that relationship to do the same spend if you can't do a weekend do take yourself out to a movie to go out to lunch you know like i love going out to cafes and just sitting and like either people watching being on my computer just reading a book like you know whatever take a walk if that's what you enjoy and if you have to be in the same place quarantine put us a lot in that situ a lot of us in that situation go in a different room if possible Put on some headphones, read a book, write, do whatever you want. Um, But make sure to spend time on yourself because being with someone, (laughs) being with someone, your look isn't going to build. (laughs) Being with someone is not going to build who you are. They're not going to complete you, you know, Mm -hmm. or they they shouldn't. I mean, they can, yes, like you know, Ross, Ross helps me realize things about myself and it helps me be the complete person who I am and am growing into being, but you have to know who you are, what you like, um, in order to be not only healthy for yourself, but healthy for the other people in your lives. For sure. And then I would also say, um, communication is another thing. So having open communication and knowing what you and the other person are looking for, um, you know, going back to, like, even being in a relationship with a roommate, like, communicating what needs to be done in the house or whatever, you know, Ross helped me with that because of my anxious attachment style, I often would go, I often would go in a room, and when we're in, like, a heated argument or a heated discussion, I would go in the room, shut the door, and don't want to talk to him until I am done and through with my emotions. And I, I'm like, whew, like, I'm gonna not, like, I'm not even gonna uh, see you in the room. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> ignore you completely. And Ross would come in and he's like, hey, what's going on, you know? And he helped, me pull, yeah, he helped me, he respected my boundaries, but slowly he helped pull me out of the place of me shutting down. And I was then able to communicate my emotions And I think going along with communication, I heard on another podcast, (laughs) um, but it's on Ladies and Tangents. um, And they talk about communication with your partners. And they say, not only is communication important and and like a very important aspect of relationships, but it's also comprehension. So you can communicate as long as you want to. But if you're not understanding where the other person is coming from, or they're not understanding where you are coming from, you're not going to solve. Whatever was, you're not going to be able to work on it. You can hear them, but you'll still only be thinking about your own situation. So I think also comprehending with with um, communication, which is hard to do. You know, Ross and I still have miscommunications all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just and, and, and I nature. think also
1: just knowing. Sorry. Yeah, I think knowing that things are that things can grow and change, and and that they will now. You know, you see people on Instagram and social media, you see relationships and the meet like media, like no one has a perfect relationship and there are no perfect relationships. Even people who have relationships with their siblings and they're like, you know, they seem so happy and you're like, man, I really wish I had that with my sibling or I really wish I should have, would have that with my mom. Like it's not perfect. Yeah. That's just not the reality.
0: It really isn't unfortunately
1: Sorry. <laughs> no 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 and we yeah. definitely did talk a lot about that so. okay <laughs>
0: expressing
1: that those good. needs because especially as females and i'm sure other <laughs> males have this happen, or other genders have this happen to them but it <gasps> <laughs> was a really long breath then but you have to express it because if you're not getting what you need then girl you need what you need like get you some <laughs> <laughs> you have to communicate those things. It helps. Yeah.
0: And I mean that Nobody. can that can be over multiple facets of a relationship, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting what you need. Uh, yeah. uh it doesn't have to be, you know, in just one area. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. That is great. I think, oh, I I just love this has been so great. I mean, obviously with you, but like in general, just these conversations, you know, not that I like dread it or anything, but I'm like, okay, you know, I hope it goes well, you know, but I think just me having the relationships with, you know, the people I'm talking to really helps with that in a sense, which that was one of the things that I totally forgot to ask about our relationship, but we did kind of hit on it of we met at Wharton and we were in the same field and we just kind of build from there but I think we had some
1: yeah
0: we got some really good stuff um we were very bonded <laughs> yeah we did we did we we went through some stuff yeah. together and
1: mm-hmm.
0: here we are and we're still you know still in each other's lives and yeah I mean you live but now, far away, but now
1: we're gonna play Fortnite together yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're kind of cut you're kind of getting choppy now that you're back in your bedroom
1: oh no oh it's okay it's okay is is the sound okay or is it still choppy
0: (laughs) oh it's good right now oh wait no it just got choppy again okay it's okay it it hasn't been that bad it just started like the past like two minutes once we started talking about fortnite it was like like, this isn't important um uh, (laughs) um Well, thank you,
1: thank you for having me be part of this. So um, nice. But
0: yeah, I'm glad that people are, I mean it's not like, you know, a ton of people, I gotta work on that, but um, that those people are enjoying it and you know, and I, I'm enjoying it so it's really great and I'm looking forward to having this one out and people hearing it. Thank you, and uh, it was great I love to see you your so face. Much. I love you too. Mm-hmm. review and all that stuff if you want you should recommend the extra podcast to your friends and family just trying to get these combos out there and to hopefully make an impact in some way or at least give you a few laughs this has been bethany on the extra podcast